Today, we're going to talk about what happens when your team discovers their unique ability and all of a sudden they want to hire a bunch of people. Hi, this is Shannon Waller, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. I had a really interesting conversation with one of our awesome clients recently who said, Shannon, what do I do? This is what my team is saying. And I'm like, hmm, I've heard that before. I think I'll talk about that on a podcast. So here is the conversation. And as soon as someone discovers their unique ability, so we define unique ability here as Strategic Coach as that thing that you both love to do and are really, really, really good at. So not only do you have skill, but you also have passion. Now, as soon as you discover that thing, and we have an awesome book on this, by the way, if you're interested in learning more, which is Unique Ability 2.0, colon discovery. And what happens as soon as you discover your unique ability, it's kind of all you want to do. It's like, oh, it feels like a playground. It's fun. It's easy. You get results that are superior, but you also have a lot of fun doing it and you have a ton of mental energy for it. You can always see room to get better. You're a hero to other people. So why wouldn't everyone only want to do their unique ability? Well, the challenge is it takes a little bit of time to evolve everyone's role into only their unique ability. And truth be told, we have a lot of things at which we are excellent, which frankly supports those things that we're really, really good at. And the team or the resources may simply not be there yet to free us up to do that. And all of a sudden, it's like we've got this lens that we didn't have before, that we look at everything that we're doing, and we go, oh, I really don't like that. Or maybe I'm not even really good at that. I probably shouldn't be doing it. I only want to do the things that are fun. Well, last time I checked, no one had quite that amount of freedom or liberty. (laughs) Doesn't matter if you're the owner of the company or not. That's something that we have to work towards. So it's a really important point, and I think a really great question. And you might be tempted to go and hire a bunch of people. So assuming that you are resourceful, and by the way, that is the number one solution to the problem, is for everyone to focus on being resourceful. That's the strategy. And what I love, once you figure out what your unique ability is, you start to look for and find it in the people around you. And it actually drives incredible teamwork, amazing collaboration. Because of just staying in your own little rut, your own little thing that you always do, you start looking up and going, oh, you know, I'm really good at this part of my role. This part of it, though, so for example, for me, I love coaching, writing, speaking, communicating, problem solving, team anything. I'll dive right in. But when it comes to scheduling or super detailed research stuff, mm, it's not that I don't have the brain for it, but I don't have the mental energy for it. So it's really important for me to actually be where I'm supposed to be or schedule and set up stuff that I get some help. So I have my awesome, brilliant support partner, Nicole, to help me do that. But that's really critical because I could try and do it. And by the way, apps are awesome. They've made me much more timely, much more resourceful. But there's a certain amount that sometimes you need another human. But if I didn't recognize that that talent was available and kind of figure out how to work together, then, you know, I never would be leveraged. So it's really a matter of paying attention to and looking for what are other people's skills. You know, Dan Sullivan, co-founder of Strategic Coach, has this great expression, which I think applies completely to unique ability. He says, you want to ride the horse in the direction it's already going, which I think is completely fun. (laughs) I think that's totally true. So I guarantee if there's one part of your role that, you know, you're not winning at it, you postpone it, you procrastinate so long it becomes a mess, then 
get resourceful about it. That's my coaching. So find someone else who's fabulous at it. Find technology, find an app, figure out how you can do it in the fastest, easiest way so that really does not drain your mental energy. How can you make it into a habit so that you don't actually have to work at it? Habits are those things that we do without thinking about them. There are automatic behaviors. Brushing your teeth, I really hope, is an automatic behavior for you. So it's like that. So there's something that you can do as part of your day that has to get done that if you had to think about it would tax you, but you're just going to make it a habit so it actually doesn't cost you anything. That's another great strategy. To do a little bit more of a deeper dive on how to be resourceful or the importance of being resourceful, you might want to look where I learned about this term. And this is Dr. Brad Smart, and he wrote a really great but thick book called Top Grading. And through a conversation, I heard him say, yes, it was actually three books in one. (laughs) And if we were to go back and do it again, he would have broken them up into those other books. But there's some brilliant summaries of the book. And the number one characteristic of what he calls, and now his son Jeff Smart calls, an A player is resourcefulness. And I have never forgot that from when I read it about 10, 15 years ago. So resourcefulness is one of those things that you can develop within yourself. It's like, oh, okay, how can I get resourceful about this? You know, if I want to do these particular activities, how can I find a way to contract the amount of time I spend on those things that are not my ability activities? And how can I expand the time I get to spend doing what I love to do and that makes a contribution and that I'm really, really good at? If it's not producing results for your company, you might need to look outside your business to how the world can take advantage of your unique ability so that you get to do it. So don't forget, there's always a result that has to happen at the end of your unique ability. Otherwise, it's not actually creating value. So this whole idea of resourcefulness is about coaching yourself. And when I first read the term, I thought to myself, okay, this is interesting. Sometimes I get stuck and sometimes I don't know how to solve a problem. And sometimes I get isolated with that particular problem, which by the way, is never a fun feeling. You know, you probably one or two areas of your life, you're like, mm-hmm, kind of stuck with that one, not sure what to do. Well, then a great way to coach yourself is to ask yourself, how can I be more resourceful about this? At least what happened for me when I started asking myself that question, I thought, oh, well, I could call so-and-so. I could Google it. (laughs) You know, there's always an action I could take. There's a phone call. There's something I can read. Oh, yeah, I think I've got a book about that. I have a lot of books. So all of a sudden, all of the resources that actually are around me that I simply wasn't looking for show up. You know, they were there. I just wasn't paying any attention to them. So the answer when you or your team discovers their unique ability and wants to hire a bunch of people is, okay, actually, you know, let's take another look at it. Yes, I know we want to free ourselves up. Awesome. Support that in every way that you can. And then you might want to do the following exercise, which I actually heard about from a client who wanted to have their team working in their unique ability. So he did a really interesting exercise, which I then replicated with a client and it worked just the same way. It was the coolest thing. (laughs) Still remember it really, really well. And what happened was he had everyone write on sticky notes, on post-it notes, exactly what their most favorite activities were. And these were in a particular color. So, you know, the things that they love to do or best at, essentially their unique ability activities. And then the things that they actually would love to give away, they put on a different color sticky note, different post-it. And then what happened is everyone put all those tasks up at a wall. And this is a team of about 10. So you could do that within a small team or with a whole company if you have a smaller one. Then they had people pick things off the wall. 
Now, one of the things I'm aware of, I'm sure there's a couple of cynical thoughts maybe coming to mind. It's like, hmm, what if no one picks anything? What if someone just waits to see what's left over and does as little as possible? Well, in that case, you might need to read my book, Multiplication by Subtraction. But really, my estimation is that there are things they love to do. And if they're even remotely engaged in what you're up to, if they care about their jobs, if they care about staying, they will make a run for those things that they want to keep. And they'll also take a look at those things that other people don't like to do and go, oh, well, I actually don't mind that at all. Anytime you give people an opportunity to get rid of something they like less and take on something they like more, they're up for that. You've just made their daily life, their daily experience of coming to work way, way better. You will end up, by the way, some pretty interesting job descriptions, not something that you could have forecast necessarily in advance, but it is completely customized to the people you actually have there. So this is one of those ways of kind of rejigging, if you're brave enough to take this on, activities. And it's kind of fun because now just think about it. If you can imagine that every single activity that needs to happen in your company to produce results, to take care of your clientele, to make sure things run systematically and efficiently is done by someone who likes it and is good at it. I don't know about you, but that looks like a recipe for productivity and success and profitability. (laughs) Sign me up. Now, you might be wondering, well, isn't anything left over? Well, when a client told me about this, how he ran it, he said, you know what happened? We thought we'd have to maybe hire a bunch of people. He said, what was left over? We hired one part-time person to take over those tasks. Another company that did it told me, she said, yeah, we actually decided to outsource something that none of us like doing. And the company we hired does a way better job. And because we were kind of slow and not great at it, it actually took us a lot of time and we pay them a lot per hour. But frankly, it's cheaper for us to outsource it because this other company is so much better. And then when I did it with my client's team that I was experimenting with, testing it on, they end up with, again, three to four really small things like filing activities that they also decided to hire a part-time student to take care of. And they actually knew people that they could hire for that role. So it was really fascinating. So don't be scared if you get this particular message from your team or if you're thinking about implementing unique ability teamwork with your organization, with your particular group of people with whom you work, because it doesn't have to be quite so bad. And I'm pretty much sure, please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com if you try this, I'm pretty sure you're going to end up with very, very, very few activities left over. And again, you can probably find a better solution by outsourcing, or you'll end up maybe, maybe hiring a part-time person. But more importantly, you will have actually helped your team spend their daily activities on things that they love to do, that they're best at, which increases their happiness when they come to work. They'll do a better job because they're not avoiding or procrastinating on those things that they don't like to do or aren't very good at. So I think it's a really innovative, interesting strategy to up your level of unique ability and unique ability teamwork in a really painless and frankly, kind of fun way. It's a great conversation. It's a great meeting. So on that note, note. I hope you are inspired and excited. Again, encourage everyone to be resourceful. This is not about just going, oh, that's not my unique ability. Unique ability is not an excuse ever, 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 ever. We still need to get stuff done. So there might be a more elegant, a more fun and a more efficient way to do that. Thank you very much for listening. I hope I've given you some great ideas to think about. Any questions or comments, again, please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. The Team Success video series is a brand new online learning platform to give your team the tools to thrive in an entrepreneurial business. 
Whether you have five team members or 500, Shannon Waller provides expert strategies for confidence, harmony, and success. You're just one click away at teamsuccessvideoseries.com. Mm-hmm.